kissed a girl and she liked it. Yeah. Sound of my Nathan Prescott. Hello, welcome to the Honest Wargamer. I'm your host, Rob. Oh no, is that audio? Yeah, I've got audio. Uh, hello, I'm your host, Rob, and we are live in the. Well, we're live on the show. Oh no, I've not done well on that intro. Hello. F in the chat. <laughs> F in the chat. Hello. Hello. <laughs> hello. Welcome to this one. I'm your host, Rob. I'm joined by Mr. Nathan Prescott. Hello, 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 hello. It's been quite a while, Nathan. I've missed you. I've missed you. Oh, shit. Hello. How are you the, doing? The internet has also missed you. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, I know. It's fucking me around today. That's for sure. Your internet? <laughs> yeah. What the is whole it? internet. What's wrong with it? Oh, I don't know. It's just closing things and opening other things and just showing me adverts for shit. And oh, I don't know. It's a horrible thing. Arguably, too many websites, Nathan. Yep. Arguably, too many. Too many. Ar- yep, yep. Not Don't arguably, you... it just is. <laughs> there is. Uh, we're also joined by Dark James. That's right. Normally, <laughs> James Powell is here, but now we're joined by Dark James, the new James. Hello, James. How are you? Ahoy, ahoy. Oh, no, it should have been darker. All right. <laughs> That's all I'm getting. Boy, watch James. us. <laughs> Yeah, here to slay dreams and, and ambitions. Uh, so it's Monday night. We are, well, I mean, we're going to go through the news. I'm going to catch up with my co-hosts and see how they both are. We can talk about all sorts of nonsense. But if you are interested in the main subject of the show, it'll be at some point in the next four to seven hours that you will get it. There'll be a timestamp, probably, because uh, I know how to do those now. And um, and it's going to be, we wrote our own battle tome. Okay, so we wrote our own battle tome. Didn't take long, took a week. Um so a whole week, but still a week. So we wrote a battle tome, and we're going to talk about what's in the battle tome. It's not finished, not perfectly finished, but it's most of the way there, which is fun. Cool. Um, and so we're going to talk about it, like a, like a preview, a battle tome preview, basically. No one else has got that. Uh, but before we do that, uh, Nathan, catch us up. What have you been up to? Talk to me. What's been going on? Hello. Uh, what? What's been going on hobby-wise? Um... I can say that I've not done a lot of Warhammer. I've played a couple of games of Zombicide and Dixit, um, uh, if that's tabletop gaming for you. Dixit, good choice. Dixit? Dixit is probably just a beautiful game. The cards are mental. Like, just so good. Mind-blowing. You got pretty cards that have got, like, somebody's dreams or nightmares just drawn on them but really well done and then you look at the cards and you've just got to say a word or a phrase like the way we do it is can be a phrase a word a song you can do an interpretive dance whatever and then everybody's got to try and find a card that also does that thing that you've just done and then you just put them down and then you vote and some people win the vote, other people don't win the vote. Little rabbits run around in circles. It's great. There are rabbits in it. What do the rabbits yeah. do? They run around in this big circle. Okay. Yeah. And then that's how you keep a score. How do you See, how do you win? Fastest. How do you win? Oh if you've got the fastest rabbit, you're the winner. <laughs> James, have you played this? Uh, years ago. It's been a long time. Why am I the Such... only person who's not played the rabbit game? I feel... Dixit. Dixit. Yeah, I feel like Dixit. a dick. 
that's how I feel. So you haven't done any Age of Sigmar e hobby? Uh, yeah, I have also done a bit of that, but not uh, not hobby in the way that you know it. I've I've listened oh. to um, Soul Soul Slayer or something like that. Yeah, Soul Slayer, the the latest Gothic book. Oh, how is yeah, it? I've done that. Yeah, it was great. If you like Idanith Deepkin and Fire Slayers, they both feature heavily in that. It's pretty good. Pretty yeah. A bit of fire and moisture. Yeah, yeah, it's quite great. I do. I I like the way they describe the how the Idaneth, uh how the 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 ether sea works and all of that, and how people are like after the battle, like what happened? Why are all these people dead? Why is my castle all fucked up? Oh yeah, because they men in black people, yeah. don't they? Yeah, that, and they're like, must have been the weather or something. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, all this, like loads of dudes like all chopped up. And yeah, it's quite quite funny. And then the way the fire slayer, fire slayer, there's a big battle, and the fire slayers are all, uh, they've just been having a big party, and then they're like, oh, cool, these guys have come to party with us, and they rush out and have a, have a have a fight, and it's great. Yeah, it's good. Okay. Good description. Yeah, I mean, it's not bad. Thanks, Hawkeye, for resubscribing. Thank you, everyone in the chat, for joining us live. By the way, hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the bloody show. Um. Uh, okay, sounds really good. Is there a favourite moment? Like, is there anything you're like, yeah, this is, this is some very good, yeah, good uh, stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was, uh, my favourite moment was in the, the fire slayers were doing their drunken style boxing. I mean, fighting. That was great. Uh, yeah, just whenever the elves are dying, pretty much my favourite. Favourite bit too. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, perfect. Okay, James, <laughs> what about you? You done any hobby recently? What have you been up to, my friend? Uh, I've done no hobby. I've been really lazy. So for f- four weeks, I think, I don't think I've done any hobby. Um, I bought some hobby. So I got the Bringy Dingy and other endless spells. They came in the post. Okay. Uh, they're still in the box. They came in. They've sat there. Okay. Uh, I ordered some Skaven bits. They're in the box they came in. Uh, so I find now, like, I go through weird stages of where, like, I want to build and paint and where I don't want to build and paint. And I found that if I just don't force myself to paint, then when I feel like painting, it's enjoyable. Um, so I ordered some nice MCP models uh, and I painted two of them, I think. That's probably all I've done oh, wow. in uh, four weeks, I think. And then I also, which I didn't know there was a new Go Check book because I normally like those. Uh, unsubscribed from Games Workshop's mailing list the other day uh, because they sent me an email that was like, you know, today's a good day. There's a corn release. And I was like, no. <laughs> and I unsubscribed. <laughs> you, just, you just said no. They were like, yeah, I was like, fighting no. I was talk. like, you don't even know me. Unsubscribed. But, but I did do Hobby Today. <laughs> After like reading about it online, checking three times, I managed to finally order my Warhammer Plus models. Yes, you got Warhammer Plus. Warhammer Plus H- Hardest work of of ordering a free toy I've ever had. Well, wait, so this is last year's Plus model. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't actually I know like I've got the I've got the I've got the model in the like I also how long how many clicks is it? A couple of clicks, two clicks, three clicks? Uh well, so you so you go to the website. So if anyone's listening because it was not the easiest thing I thought. So you go uh, 
to <laughs> just in Mia Mousy's comment. I also clicked the unsubscribe button, Mia Mouse. No corn. You just, uh, didn't, so sh- you just didn't shout unsubscribe into the air. <laughs> no, unsubscribe! Just into the air. No, it's just gone. No news. Uh, so you have to go to... Um, so you should... Go, you go to the website, the normal store website. Then you log in because it's all one account. Then if you've had your year of stuff, you go to the model that you chose a year ago. Find it. And it should say it's free. You add it to your basket and then you check out. Okay. Okay. A lot. But but like finding it, I couldn't remember the names of either. And then I could remember that one was a Vindicare assassin. So he was easy to find. But the orc, I was like, I don't even remember what you were. So um, I thought thought it was very cumbersome considering originally it was just like, pick a model in a year, we'll post you this. It now seems like it's pick a model in a year you can go on our web store find it check out and have it sent to you i don't think anyone knows what's going on with the the whole thing to be honest uh, moose operative in the chat has actually said uh, that someone's written out an easy use guide find your free miniature of choice on the games workshop web store um whatever yep. it might be and then add it to your shopping cart add the other miniature to your shopping cart should you wish to purchase it in addition to your free miniature and the only else you like to buy shopping cart shipping on this order is free complete the checkout process is normal that's it your exclusive warhammer plus miniature is on its way wait no wait you just put it in your shopping cart what yeah it's, so you, it's on the normal web store which i think in my head is probably aimed at then like nathan do you subscribe to warhammer plus no Okay, so I think the point is that Nathan then goes on the thing, sees the orc model he wants, realizes he can't buy said orc model, so then subscribes to Warhammer Plus. But then I don't think you can ever order that model because it's about to change to the little sorcerer dude. Yep, there's a new sorcerer dude. So I don't know how that works, but I guess it's there to tempt me to have a free model. Well, like, I guess, you know, uh, listen. If you got it, you got it. I'm going to try and make sure I get my little orc fella. I've, Nathan, I've written myself an Iron Jaws list with no more Crusher. Yeah? And, ah. just, and one orc mega boss. Which I yeah. know that guy's not an orc mega boss, is he? Isn't he just, isn't he just a, a brute, in a, a, unit, a brute champion or something? I, I don't know. He was the AOS one. I was like, I guess I'll have that guy. Yeah. He's got to be the mega boss, isn't he? I don't know. Oh, uh, apparently plus... he's a boss. Yeah, plus also, as uh, as Tom is saying in the chat, uh, Free is doing a lot of hard work in that sentence for that Free miniature. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't, I don't think... I don't... I think when it came out, I watched all the shows in one afternoon. Yeah. I've three, occasionally watched the painting. And I tried Who's to watch... Who's your favourite painting presenter on there, James? Uh, you're not on there, and you're my favourite painting Well... <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh what did i try and watch oh i tried to watch it might be better now but i tried to watch the space marine thing that was on there that was like animated and the the animation and the voice lines were really jankily matched and the animation was a bit blocky i just did my head in i couldn't watch it so i watched a bit i think i only watched it for the first month i owned it yes okay it's a very free model for me a very free model yeah, okay. Yeah, super free. Uh, so Mima says, I think I watched two episodes on one series. I think the, the weird thing about One Plus, it was always sold as a, it was always sold as a streaming platform for, for like cartoons and, you know, like TV shows and stuff. And like, 
So I think that's what the, they got the messaging really weird, like really weirdly when it was really more of like a variety content show. You know, you've got excellent painting tutorials. I've never watched them in my life. Um, and uh, and then I assume I would never watch a battle report. Uh, I I tried all of it. Oh, no, I watched two battle I, reports, actually. This I found one with squigs. battle report too long. Uh, the the lore ones are like a you like it's just like a YouTube show. It like is. I think I'd find better lore from someone on YouTube, and that's not offensive. To, well, I'm not trying not to be offensive to the person presenting it, but I think like quality-wise, there's probably YouTube channels that spend more on it. Yeah, so, and think... and also uh, the subjects are so specific. I was like, I'm not really bothered about some of these. Fair. All right, listen. Uh, there's some news. Do you want to hear the news? Yeah. Go on. Yeah. Well, I guess I could tell you quickly about my week if you wish, but whatever. Oh yeah, yeah tell me on. all about it. Tell us your news first. Okay, so I uh, I decided to like knuckle down and because uh, you know I've you guys whenever we do like a live tournament like series of games like I like we've been able to record those games at the same time for quite a while now. Um, yep. And then I either put them on Patreon or I don't put them on Patreon. It's probably the normal thing. Um, and then um, uh, I was like, I've always been like, I'm going to turn these into a battle report day. I'm going to like, and I was like, no, it'll take too much work. No, no. And then I was just like, fuck it. So I think like Wednesday, I was like, right, let's do this. Um, and then five days later. And then thankfully, the UK also had a heat wave at the same time. So, uh, and then my uh, completely insulated, non-air conditioned hot box room with two PCs in it, which was, I think it's currently about 40 degrees in there, uh, which is why I'm out here. Um, I started editing on that. And then like, like one eight hour session. And I was like, I really should have done this on my laptop not in there that would have been much quicker uh, but then yeah i've just i've just spent five days editing about a report which is a long time it wouldn't normally take me that long it's just i had to like design the overlays like learn how to do some little bits i hadn't done before etc etc write a script you know all these other bits that i've never i've never made about a report before um and so that's all i've done for for five five days and i think it went i was a bit annoyed because i had like a plan to get it out on sunday night and then i got it out at the time i wanted to or half an hour later than i wanted to but then i quickly chucked in a little element about the purple sun then i forgot to like fucking fuse two clips together and so there's like a little graphics glitch halfway through uh, like in the first like 15 seconds and i genuinely was like it's ruined delete it <laughs> throw it in the bin i like, don't think i even remember seeing it no, yeah, i don't well, remember that yeah i really liked it Watched yeah. it while I had my breakfast. Oh yeah, so you so yeah. What did you both think? Honest answers. I, I honestly like, I, and I, I'm sure people will say that I'm biased, but it, I I really enjoyed it. I watched it while I had my breakfast this morning, and it was like just basically my breakfast. And it's the only battle report I've ever watched all of because I hate battle reports. What do you not like about a battle report? I don't want to watch it for three hours. <laughs> I, so it's the same. So it's the same. Like, so I have a, a I've played computer games for years too. And one of my uh, oldest friends is obsessed and has been for years since we ever first played it, obsessed with League of Legends, which obviously is a huge esport. And he will literally watch an entire tournament of people playing. And I also have no interest in that because I'd rather just play. Like, I'd rather play a game of Warhammer than watch a game of Warhammer. And I'd rather play a computer game than watch uh, a uh, someone play a computer game. Uh, but for me, I thought, like, super interesting 
in the sense of I could literally watch it in 10 minutes. It was all the key points. I got to see what people were doing on a high up table. And and all while I was like eating some toast. Perfect. Absolutely. I mean, especially the toast. What was on the toast? Uh, some Marmite. Marmite and butter. Egypt. Okay, well, that's fantastic. <laughs> I have yeah, the that's... biggest jar of Marmite. <laughs> so it's about this big. Meg didn't know she liked Marmite. Then she tried Marmite when she moved here. Now she likes Marmite. Now we have the biggest jar of Marmite. Oh. <laughs> All right, Good okay. Good. Nice. Yeah, okay. I love Marmite. Marmite's fantastic. Oh, uh, Nathan, did you you also watched it, which was... Uh, which I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first content Nathan has ever watched <laughs> that I've ever made. Uh, <laughs> what did you think? No, I enjoyed it. Uh, like James, I'm a player, not a watcher. And um, yeah, but uh, yeah, I I did used to watch some of the old Bow reports for old uh, Eighth Edition Warhammer. Me too. Um, and I've tried, I've tried to watch some AOS ones, but just not really got into them so much. Uh, but yeah, I really enjoyed that. I found it was uh, interesting to see how the matchup, like how the different trade-offs went in the game um, and the actual, uh, the actual tactics and stuff that happened and the, the swingy dice rolls and stuff like that. But it was also funny as well. And, uh, you know, it was fun, entertaining. Uh, and, yeah, I enjoyed oh, good. it. Actually, mm-hmm. interesting you said, uh, what did you think of the actual like plays? I think Noah did some nice, nice little moves. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that uh, I think, yeah, using the blood tooth ability, um, it was it was cool because I've I've not I, whenever I've played I've played Iron Sun, so it was cool to see those plays being used, and um, and the things that you could do with them. It was quite interesting and uh, made me think again about maybe I should try a, a blood tooth on me because it does look interesting what he could do um yeah and i think i think uh there were a couple of dice rolls like that one salamander stand and shoot uh unleash hell was just crazy so i think if, if i think if that had been a little bit more regular <laughs> then uh it that purple sun as well even. oh yeah the purple sun <laughs> <laughs> hey we're like, playing this really yeah, tense tight but, game oh yeah. i mean <laughs> yeah. um out of interest, because I yeah. just thought about it while Nathan was talking, what made you choose that game? Well, okay, so um, number one, there wasn't actually tons and tons of interactions, and, and, and but chiefly because me and because uh, that was when I was in America at some slaughter, um, me and Tom who were doing the coverage at the time, we actually closed the stream down because you're we like, oh, this game's over. Like when the point where Noah had like all of his units in front of Ridge's army. You're like, yeah, it's, yeah. All, it's all over. All right, thanks, chat. Like, we'll see you later. Like, off you go. And then, like, about 40 minutes later, they both come and they were like, Rob, do you know what happened in our game? And I was like, Noah won? They're like, no. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, so um, there was that, I think. Uh, and interesting, Nathan, you said about 8th um, edition battle reports. Because actually, yeah. uh, those are what I grew up on as well. And they were, they were kind of similar, although they were normally just, like, a photo Yes, yeah, yeah. They were always photos with people talking over them. (laughs) Yeah, and then then like a fucking like a rubbish arrow over the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, so uh, that was a bit of a, an ode to like Once Bitten 360 and uh, Mr. Malorian and yeah, uh, yeah. Lord Tremendous. So I don't know if any of those people even exist anymore, but to all of those people, <laughs> uh, my love and thanks to you. Um, yeah. Uh, it's interesting, isn't it? Like um, lots of thought went into the video, like loads of little different bits. Like someone said was like, oh, you should have used Unleash Hell instead of Stand and Shoot. And I was like... Uh, and like I was trying to reach two different audiences at once, which is probably a probably a bit like having his cake and eating it too. Ultimately, like the battle report audience, like the normal one, the mm. I'll watch a three-hour battle report one, are probably not the tournament-going to uh, group of people, like the people who game instead of play, like you two just said. Um, so they're not the same people. And also, like, like I said in the video, and I think this is super true, like, I absolutely do not have the skill sets, even doing it full-time, to play 12 armies well, let alone 22 armies. Like, it's just not possible, right, in my personal opinion. Um, no. I, I don't know what you two think. Do you think you could... Like, honestly, Nate, if you were being paid week in, week out, yeah, uh. how many armies... Like, let's say you film two battle reports a week. Do you reckon you could nail down a different army every three days to play. No, no, you'd be making mistakes. I mean, you see people that have been winning tournaments with armies and then, you know, four tournaments later, somebody points out a mistake that they've been playing for for those, you know, through all the course of those tournaments. So, you know, uh, so if... If if it's that one person just concentrating on one army and they're still making mistakes, uh, there's no, you don't stand a chance in hell of doing that. Trying to learn each army every yeah no. So like no. Like, so I've always I've always never wanted to make battle reports because of that and that alone right like because if I'm going to watch someone play I'd like to watch someone play well like that's always kind of been my thing, um, mm. and so that's why we always did live coverage and tournament reports and I still have this kind of dream that the live game that we show you on like a on a weekend at some tournament is as good as an in studio battle report that's still my goal that's still my yeah. goal and i think like as we get more technology as we understand like we get more cameras we do more stuff i think we'll get closer and closer to that goal as time goes on so i'm i'm super comfortable with that but my opinion on stuff has changed pretty massively as well like you you really do not you really start to understand that the circle of people who really get what's happening at a tournament is like <laughs> number one twenty percent of the people at a tournament like <laughs> the other eighty people eighty percent of the people are like what the hell is that army doing and like they're just like they're, I, I, like I, that's the tournament going public so like but when you like look at the the numbers for a, a battle report let's say like they can be up to like forty to fifty thousand views and then you got to ask yourself you're like. Okay, is there is there fifty thousand people who like Age of Sigmar that enjoy the games, and then they're watching two people not play the armies particularly well, and it takes three hours to watch it, as an example. Yeah, and that's no criticism of anyone that makes any content in the world ever. It just isn't for me. Yeah, but it is for those people. Like, it's, mm. so like I'm like, surely those people are better served with something that's smarter and shorter. Um, uh, anyway. Anyway, that's kind of like it's, it took a long time. Like, stand, like standing. I just wrote stand and shoot, and someone was like, "You should have put on unleash hell." And I'm like, some people don't know what the fuck, like unleash hell is. Like, am I ha gonna have to explain? Uh, and then the crazy thing is, the video is longer than I wanted it to be. <laughs> like, I wanted it to be like five minutes. 
Yeah, I was like, yeah. look, there's iron jaws. He's got blood tooth. There's that. But when you real, like, when you think to yourself, I need to explain this to people. Yeah. You start going back and back, back, and they're like, what if they don't know what a gore grunter is? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Because, Nathan, I talk to you, yeah? yeah? I talk to you about some armies, and you're like, what is that there, yeah? What's this, yeah? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not a goblin. I don't know. Like it's, uh, thanks, guys, yeah, for subscribing. Anyway, so that was my first stab at it. Um, uh, people have said it, that they've enjoyed it, and you two have been really nice about it. Thanks. Um, but I think uh, in the future, um, uh, like I'd like to try and make it shorter. Like A lot of people are like, it was quite fast, and I'm like, weirdly, I want to make it shorter. I don't know. Like, right. I think I tried to make every section as short as possible, basically. And I think that I could still be, still make it shorter, I think could be the goal. But depends. Depends. Uh, yeah. what the story I mean, is. the people that watch the three hour ones, I think, are generally people that are watching them when they're painting or something. Well, this is um, it. They're, they're not watching them, are they? Yeah. And it's just on in the background. And you probably, if you gave them a quiz about it, they'd be like, I think they were elves versus something. Fish, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, like, watching someone roll 400 dice when you're playing against them sometimes isn't very exciting. So watching two people roll dice for four hours when you're not actually even there just doesn't seem like good fun. Yeah. Yeah, like... Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, look, let's not criticise people. People enjoy it, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But, but also the opportunity to watch something that hasn't really been presented to people. So we'll see how it goes. We'll see what we'll see what I, the, the the feedback's been pretty positive, and and that's been really nice because you know when you you work on something kind of in isolation for five days, and then you're like, will people even think this is like that's so <laughs> terrifying? Like you yeah. know, like uh, that was pretty scary. So, but generally people seem to have liked it, which uh, which I'm super happy about, and not to like toot my own horn, but I was actually pretty excited because actually it was something I wanted to watch. Does that make sense? Like yep. it was two really yeah. nice dudes. Some really fun plays. There's some really good, like, I've got the next one I might do is probably going to be the Sinesh versus Skaven one. So Jacob played against Anthony Trentinelli. This is different Jacob to Jacob we know um, in uh, some slaughter. But, like, I feel really bad about it because uh, he just yeeted his army in and then just got murdered. Yeah. Like, and I want to be like, like, in the post match analysis, like, well, things he did wrong were. Everything. But also, like, for people, that's got to be good, right? Because battle reports are normally, like, if you're trying to make three hours worth of content. So if you're a content producer, you're not like, oh, let's take two armies that are polar, like, one's bad, one's good, smash them into each other, and one will win in two turns, because then you haven't got three hours of content. Yeah. So you yeah. being like, oh, here's a battle report. This is what happened. This is what went wrong. Oh, end. Like, at the end. This is what went wrong. You can still probably make a 10 minute show out of like two turns and be like, this went wrong. He threw his army forward. It died. It's yeah. not a good idea. Have a nice day. <laughs> <laughs> Sign it like, off for another week. Yeah. yeah but, if, <laughs> but if I'm going to an event and I'm like, oh, I've never played event Warhammer. Like when I first started, I played in a store. I changed army quite a lot. I won quite a lot. And then the first event I went to, I lost all five games i think maybe one one can't remember so i think almost being to someone who's like playing in store plays quite well plays the Lanesh, beats everyone being like they're not great this is what happened when they go into something it look hits them harder is also valuable in its own way right because they can watch and be like oh i don't just yeet my army across the board <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, 
what? But the guy in the shop said, charge all the boys. I'm so yeah. confused. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like, uh, my favorite thing is whenever, uh, I, you know, in the past couple of weeks when I've been playing my Skyfires at tournaments, I'm like, right, okay, these are Skyfires, right? They've got a 24-inch bow shot and any sixes to hit. Um, uh, they shoot and they also get to reroll to hit and reroll to wound melee. Yeah, and they're like, right, okay, log that in my brain. They're a shooting unit. And then every single time, I just would yeet them like, like fucking, like 28 inches across the board. And then I just reroll to hit, reroll to wound, and they'd be like, what the hell? They're I thought they they had bows. I'm like, they do have bows. Yeah, but they've also got discs. Yeah, like. And the <laughs> disc is a good thing. The disc is the good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they just have bows by accident. Um, and that's one of those things where like it feels a bit like count like counterintuitive i guess is kind of the right way yeah i'm saying it like really like i had adam adam was here yes earlier and he was talking to me about his cockatrice list and it just plays so differently to how you assume an army should play by it's just scoring objectives it's weird so that's super fun i hope to have flesh eater court soon on as well so i can just uh laugh at speckles all the time um uh like that's what i'm gonna do <laughs> captain hindsight yeah that's what i'm gonna that'll be me speckles that's like captain hindsight that's that'll be my review um, all right, do you want to talk about some news? Anyway, yeah, I liked making it. it, so it's fun. And I'm glad people yeah. liked it. That's what's cool. important to me. Okay, so uh, make sure you, I'm not in my main studio, so I don't, I've got to press buttons and everything. Nightmare. Okay, so if we flip this, can we all still hear everyone? I think... Hello. Yeah. Hello. Okay, right. so uh, we started to see, uh, we know that oh, the Lumineth... No. The Lumineth FOMO box. <laughs> oh, no. James, you bought the Lumineth. You're in. They've gone. They've got... What do you mean? You sold them. They've gone. They've gone. No way. Yeah, they live in New Zealand now. Shut up. <laughs> wow. That's as, as far away as you could get them, right? Yeah. I, no, not even that, but I also think, like, every time I've recently sold Warhammer, I just, like, I'll just sell this for what I, like, paid for it if, if or as closed as. And recently I put something on, like, eBay, and it always goes abroad. Because if I sell it at RRP... They're getting like a fifty percent discount. Yeah, yeah, they're doing great. They're doing True. really. They're really yeah. happy about yeah. it, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. Uh. Right. Okay. So, with the, that said, um, we've had a Warhammer community article specifically. So we know that the FOMO box for the uh, Lumineth Realm Lords versus Zinch is available, which I'm very excited about. Is available next weekend. Obviously, I'm not going to buy it, uh, but I'm excited about uh, the new. Um, like, <laughs> I'm really excited about this box. I'm not buying it. <laughs> no, well, I'm excited about... The two models. No, I'm excited about it. That it gets me closer and closer to the new Zinch book, which I'm hyper about. Okay, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but for people who are interested, for the Games Workshop Curious, um, uh, there's, uh, <laughs> we've seen some new stuff. There's uh, some sweet new artwork. And we've got a new bit of... Um, new bit of... Some new rules we've just seen. Yeah. So uh, the Denizen War Widow draws upon the duality that imbues the rune of Enthly, held in a hand to boost her already considerable powers. The artifact may repeat a successful spellcast on the roll of a... Oh my god, Lumineth players are such virgins. Right, okay, anyway, the rune of Enthali, yeah? Once per turn, if this virgin successfully... Uh, did I say virgin? Once per turn, <laughs> this unit... Sorry. This unit successfully casts a spell from the, Lord of, the, from the Law of Heesh. Yeah? And that spell is not unbound. You can roll a dice after the effect of that spell has been resolved. On a 3+, plus, you can immediately resolve 
yeah, the spell for a second time. Can't wait for this to break, something. This is going to be fine. Two so, verbal sins. <laughs> no, because it's so you have to do it from the Laura Heesh. Uh, from the Laura Heesh. Uh... Yeah. So you you maybe you're going to cast like two uh, speed of Heeshes. Uh, so I don't know if you want Severith to go 72 inches, but go for it. Um, uh, you might do two uh, when you've got to spend a command point, you've got to spend two, so four, maybe? don't really know how that works. Um, and then uh, like also uh, reduce bravery board-wide by two, uh, or to a unit by two, whichever it is. And then just do that twice. That's pretty good. The... Uh... The new Lumineth book, though, all endless spells count as Laura Heesh, right? <laughs> yeah, that's the, <laughs> that's the gossip, James. Yeah, that's what I read. <laughs> yeah, saw that leak. Yeah. Um, so I mean, Herbal, that's pretty Herbal good. Sin. Yeah, uh, that's gonna be pretty good. Do you not think? Yeah. Yeah, it seems strong, and and also like it's what's that of sixty percent chance? Yeah. Yeah, sixty yeah. percent chance that you get a spell twice, and then then at that point no one can stop it, right? Yeah, of course. Like, and, and like that's great. Just two versions of the same spell. Let's go. There's no way that's going to be a problem. That's absolutely fine. Like, I'm really into that. Nathan, how do you feel about this? Yeah, sounds typically elfish. So yeah, very elfish. Little little buggers. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay, so then they've yeah. also got their mastery of symbolism and symmetry of heat allows a scenario lightener to bind themselves to a foe with a cord wound from reality itself. When the scenario lightener takes a wound or a mortal wound, casual link causes them uh, the same injury to their unwilling partner. Um, so twin tether is spellcast on six on a range of 12 inches. It's successfully cast, pick one immune within range of visible to the caster until your next hero phase. Each time a wound or mortal wound is allocated to the caster, your opponent must allocate a wound to that enemy unit. I really like this spell, but I also think it's gross. Oh, really? Well, like... it depends, isn't it? Because she's probably six wounds. Do we know her wounds? Is that further down? Uh, no, we don't know her wounds. Sorry, oh. sorry, bro. Because if she's like six wounds, then it, it's the it's the most it's doing. But I, it's a nice like protective thing for her, I guess. It and is. I'm also waiting for someone to have like seven and cast it all on one unit. <laughs> I think it's a kind of cool ability. Like it's a cool spell. I like it. Um, like, but it's 12 inches, so it's pretty limited. I also, when I read, skim read that, I didn't get the Laura Heesh, because I thought you'd cast that twice every turn, and be like, your heroes that have come across the board, now both of them take up to six wounds for hitting me. Yeah, but yeah, but it's not, it's, that's not on yeah. one of the Laura Heeshes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's going to cost people. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I think it's it's a cool rule, I quite like, like that idea, like the, the sacrificial, uh, like emotional magic tether. That's really fun. That's really fun. <laughs> you like that, do you? Yeah, just like kind of, just, you know when it's just you and your mate on a night out? Yeah? Mm-hmm. You kind of like, what happens to you happens to me. Like that time we got pepper sprayed, Nate. <laughs> yeah? Like, <laughs> we both got pepper sprayed. Yeah? Like, sometimes you're just in. Sometimes you're like, yeah. whatever happens to you happens to me. We're a team. Yeah. Yeah. Bit of dribble. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. I think it's quite situational. I I don't think it'll have. I, I guess some people might have like little, little uh, quite good for like finishing off a hero or something that's fairly wounded. Yeah, I like it. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, it's good, but, right? I think it. I think it's quite situational. I think I the think... other one is nastier. Yeah, I think the other one's incredible. 
three plus yeah. is going to be so mm. funny. Like if they still got speed of heesh, absolute lols. Yeah. Oh yeah, everything <laughs> everything going rapid. Every <laughs> is going to be so the, funny. What about the one where you have to spend extra command point? So could do they do that one twice? Yeah, yeah, do that one twice. It's if it stacks, right? Mm. I don't know the wording of it. If it's like every yeah. time you use a command point, you spend two, then it's still every time you spend a command point, spend two. If it's yeah. every time you spend a command point, it costs one more, then yeah, it just, probably sucks. Listen, if they just ever do it to you, just be like, whatever, you're a virgin, and then you win. <laughs> right. So it's fine. Uh, <laughs> right, okay. So there's also a Black Library preview and also the FOMO box. So uh, there's a cool-looking Arkanaut's Oath book. Um, so, uh, by Guy Haley. So, uh, if anyone wants, uh, interested in picking up that, Nathan, you're already into it. Yeah. Yeah. I might listen to that. Um, yeah, quite. Cool. I've just enjoyed, like I said, I've enjoyed the Gotrick ones. Uh, so yeah, I might give that one a listen. I'll see if I've got enough credit on the old audible. Yeah. 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 And then, um, there's a sweet miniature that comes with it as well. Like, oh, I think it's a sweet looking miniature. Yeah. I think that's quite cool that they're making miniatures that go on? go with. Um, What's he know. stood on, Robert? I think he stood on a tentacle, James. We there we go. Oh yeah, it's the crab. He killed it's, the crab. No, I actually think it might be uh, a starfish's interesting fact I learned recently at Birmingham Sea World. Uh, is that uh, when you pull a leg off a starfish, it just grows another leg, and then the leg of the starfish grows another starfish. <laughs> How crazy is that? They're just having a great time <laughs> reproducing. Yeah, they're just yeah. like, I'm like, I, I, I don't know about you. Like The lady told me, and I was like, I have infinite starfishes. Because it sounds like you would have infinite starfishes. Millions. If yeah. you buy one, you could grow five. Right? And then now you just have him. Uh, anyway, I was just very surprised by that. <laughs> I was like, I just want lots It's like Riley on a tour. Yeah, but then what would you what would you do with all of the starfishes? Is my question. Presents for people. <laughs> That's great for one starfish. Many starfish are born. All right, okay, yeah, good. I heard that and, and I was all like, become presents. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you to uh, El Frost for resubscribing. Uh, anyway, uh, there's also then um, the Hollow King. So again, another audiobook and another miniature to go along with it. Right. Yeah, that's pretty cool miniature, that one is, eh? Yeah, it's a cool a little vampire fella. Uh, and then the bit There's so many like... cool vampire models that don't yeah. you never see, right? Yeah. yeah. Another... Like, Ace of Sigmar's got, like, a hero problem in loads of different ways. Like, like when, in, when you're 40k and you have a Space Marine Captain, a Space Marine Captain is significantly punchier than, like, a regular dude. But, like, a vampire lord will be like, three attacks... He's round one damage too, and you'd be like, anything else? I'd be like, that's what he's, that's what he's doing. Here. Like, do you know what I mean? So, like, like, I really feel like that they could make, like, on foot, like, you know, duelist style characters, like, narratively. But... Only heroes that fight heroes. Yeah, you know, well, no, just, just like, <laughs> you just make him, like, you know, kind of like the Light of Altharian, but, like, they maybe made him, they maybe, like, just give him a wicked melee profile. But still don't yep. put his points up. Just be like, he's 120 points. But he's got five attacks at damage three. I'm like, so? Like, he's got five wounds and a four up armor save. He'll die. Like, he be 120 points. Do you know what I mean? Um, Come on, anyway. then. 
you know what I mean, Nath? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but anyway. Uh, all right, so then the Arcane Cataclysm, Arcane Cat, which is the FOMO box. So now this is, uh, sorry, Zinch and Lumineth Realm Lords. So a little bit of, we know the price of this is going to be 135 boys in uh, the UK. So 135 pounder Roonies. However, like the contents of the box, I think equals 235 pounder Roonies here in the UK. So um, like nowhere near the, as much as your energy bill. Um, uh, but still a significant <laughs> discount. Uh, what's everyone? Uh, James, you're obviously you're not getting this as you've sold the army. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm not getting this as I have everything in this already. I'm not the Luma. Wait. Um, uh, Nathan, what about you? No. No. Okay. No bloody way. There's elves and weird. Zinch guys in there. I'm not getting any of that shit. Uh, do you know? I I feel like this one's a really hard sell. I think this is an easy sell. Really? Why? So so go back. Stay on the so so sentinels. We know are overpriced now. Sentinels are good in the current so you, game. So you don't want them to right? I, I don't know. I uh, yeah, maybe the I don't know. Like the Lumineth side's just so. Like, it's all the stuff that people don't normally use and some Sentinels, right? Ah, uh, no. I reckon people have got room for a Situational Blade Lord, to be honest. They can. And then the, the Zinch half, I feel, is so many lovely Arcanites, which I'm a big fan of. But they've also consistently been rubbish. That is true. They're, they're, those muscle-bound magic users are not good for... Not fit for purpose, often. Um, uh, yes. Uh, but like they've got some Skyfire slash Enlightened, I guess, and also some Zangor. So the weird bit, the weird bit about um, uh, this release from the Zinch side, as a Zinch, uh, actually currently best Zinch player in, the um, is uh, that like none of them work together. Uh, I, oh, that's not really true. The the kind of like the 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 Zangor and the the Enlightened slash Sky. Skyfire's kind of integrate because it's kind of like a book of two halves, right? It's like the demons yeah. and the mortals, right? Uh, and yeah, you've so got currently a... you have 20 useless lads. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, actually, they kind of make it in lists, but they're just chaff. They're just like two units of 10 battle line rubbish, basically. Zinch is yeah. a weird book. Zinch is a weird book. I was talking about this earlier. Like, most of the book now is too expensive and or was always trash. Like... You know, and for a long time it was just Zinch Archeon. So it's a weird book. It's a weird book. Um, but the new one's coming. New one's yeah. coming. So I'm I'm really excited to see if it's going to change and if like this army is going to be different. But I don't know. It's a it's a weird sell. But the two miniatures they're pretty nice. Uh, there's that elf lady and then the new Cursling. I think looks fantastic. Uh, personally, but I already have a Cursling, so I don't need a new Cursling. I got the same Cursling, so I'm just going to use the same Cursling. Fair. Um, then the Deathmaster's out, and the Lady Vines are out, maybe. But then I guess yeah. the big news for everyone is uh, the Cronspine Incarnate is now available to buy individually. So you don't need to buy the big terrain box for £135. And instead, the Cronspine Incarnate is, is just £35 itself. So it just comes oh. in at 35 which is pretty cheap. You get it from a third-party retailer, you're looking at £26, uh, basically. Um, which means that like, we could see many more Cronspine Incarnates on the tabletop. So, uh, yay, yay, yay. What do you think about that, Nath? Thinking of picking yourself up a Cronspine Incarnate? 
not really, but I mean, yeah, that, that does seem like um, a decent price for that size model, even though it looks like a pile of shit. But yeah. <laughs> That's what I was waiting for. When you were like, that's a decent price. I was like, but it's it's rubbish. I yeah. still hate it. I got a bunny. It cost it's me six pounds. And I got seven bunnies to go. Thing. Um, but I, I guess I guess they saw everybody was using printed ones. And they were like, well, we need to get, get rid of... Let's get that real boy Yeah, out. let's fucking get rid of these these ones then. Yeah, Do we yeah. think? Yeah. Maybe. They... I mean... That's our theory. But I, uh... Do do we think they cracked open all the train boxes and took the Cronspire out? <laughs> uh... I think they sold quite well. I've seen a lot of legit Cronspines knocking around the world. Um, like I've seen quite a few, so I think like there are some legit boys out there, like just living their best lives. And I think that there's, I don't know, like I mean, whatever. Like I see a lot in lists. Like, yeah, yeah, they are popular, aren't they? They're good 400 points for a lot of armies. Yeah. Great 400 points for a lot of armies, yeah, 100%. But either way, uh, now people don't have to spend 135 points, so the barrier to entry to put in one in your army is lower if you weren't already kitbashing <laughs> your own. I really don't know why people aren't kitbashing their own, if I'm honest. Like, if you're running, like, any army, like a Gits army, like Nath is, why there isn't some sort of, like, kitbash you're doing for your Cronspine Incarnate, as opposed to 35 quid's a lot of money for just, like... I mean, are you narratively bought into the Cronspine Incarnate? You're like, no, it has to be this model. Like, I need the story for what this model is. This is so important to me emotionally. I don't know. Yeah. Like, um, so anyway, but I mean, it's good. It's out. Like for people to purchase, pick up, and everything. Yep. And there's, then there's some terrain. This, this is the Megadroth remains easily the worst thing they've ever made. Like, well, that's that's from the Cronspire box, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. just terrible. Just broke open the box, selling it in parts. I just wanted to say it was purple. Uh, terrible, sorry. Uh, and then, well, for Warcry, we've got some sweet miniatures around, man. So the Always. Centurion Marshal is out. Looks amazing. Absolutely love big, him. Big lad. Big lad. And then the Chaos Legionnaires are also out. And they look... I don't want to look at these. Keep going. Bro, these look fantastic. No, Can we... keep going. I don't, I don't want to look at them. Absolutely don't agree. No. Don't look, look at them. Look at the little guy in the middle, his first day of being a Chaos Warrior. Like, I don't he's... want to look at these. Why? Because I'll probably want them. Like, they look, you've got kind of some that are like, oh, are you, are you a goat man? Are you getting towards goat man? They look amazing. <laughs> yeah, but the little guy just in the middle. Just goat man is... curious, I am. For people yeah. listening to the podcast, there's just a like young, fresh-faced whippersnapper yeah, with a shield and a sword, just trying his artist to be chaotic. He's doing all sorts, all sorts. He, he looks brilliant. Yeah. I love that guy. <laughs> yeah, the Warcraft stuff is cool. It's always cool, but also like I like whoever makes it is like. Do you remember when back in the day a Necromunda came out and you always had a Juve, which was like the little kid-looking one. Yes, of course. But now they're not allowed Juves because who knows. Uh, and I, I feel like ne the people making Warcry are like, oh, let's just put the little lad in. We won't call him anything different. Just put the little lad back in. Okay. Excellent. All right. Big Excellent. fan. Big fan of that. Just, just the, yeah. I, honestly, I think it's great. And then there's a Warcry compendium, which sure, whatever. Uh, okay, so that's all of the news. Um, uh, any of that take your fancy? I, I love the Chaos Boys. Honestly, can't wait to see if they. What got about any... that Aeronautic Imperialis? <laughs> okay. 
apart from apart from the Aeronautica Imperialis, which I already have got on pre-order. Obviously, James. Oh, yeah. just checking. I know you're a big fan. Um, yeah, a, a huge fan. It's my favourite bit. Like, of course, there's some weird Necromunda models as well, but who cares? Uh, okay, right. Um, that's all of the news, uh, which is fun. I don't think there's no there's no FAQ. Oh, there is some news. If you didn't tune into the show earlier, uh, Warhammer World. Uh, did some FAQs like live in like during the tournament, which I thought was oh yeah, fun. yeah yeah. Cool. So um, uh, there was some like fun little like uh, bits of story from that, which I which I quite enjoyed. And they used terrain rules at the event. Cool. What like mysterious terrain rules or no, like extra terrain two, rules? They, they six bits of terrain. Two were impassable. Yeah. Oh yeah, they did yeah. that when I was there last. Perfect. Oh. There we cool. go. I should have mentioned that, James. So, like, they did impassable right. terrain, garrison terrain, and then wild woods, which I thought is quite good, right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's, that's cool because that's good because that means we might see some official terrain document coming out from GW in the future, which I'd be I, very excited. To see. I think to toot his horn a little bit. I think Steve Ren has spent a lot of time making terrain and sorting out the boards. I think. I think he has. I think you're right. I think because they look great. And uh, the rules were much better than mystical and such because I never remember them. Either, either, um, especially because Nathan doesn't let me use the dice with words on these, but the dice with pictures. <laughs> I own those. They're in, probably in a cupboard. I'll, I'll give them you, Nathan, and you can roll That's more. Great. Or rub. Oh my yeah. god, they trigger me so much. <laughs> so good. All right, so uh, let's move on. To what we're going to talk about today, which is uh, we wrote a battle tome. Okay. Um, we wrote a battle tome, the Order of the Griffin uh, battle tome. So I don't know if everyone's excited about this or not excited about this. Uh, it started out as a Twitch show um, a couple of months ago. Me and the Twitch chat were hanging out, um, and we were like, oh, I reckon we could write one of these pretty fast. And the answer is, you can write them pretty fast. Um, the main problem is is then like putting them into human words. That's the, the most difficult bit. So some of this still needs a bit of editing, uh, but because I'll be in Canada next week, um, I wanted to get this out so you guys could kind of see it. Um, and where will it be available? Question mark. Um, it'll be available when we get points for it. So uh, there are still no points done for the actual army. Uh, I'm sending that to some buds, um, and then they are going to write the points. So I'm not going to write the points as well. Um, and so I didn't constrain myself with points when we wrote it. I was like, just no. nope. like I, I won't constrain myself. We'll just do what we want to do. And then someone else can decide what the points are. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yep. Because, uh, like, we just don't want a Charybdis situation. We don't want an army that sucks. Oh, in Soul Slayer, there was a Charybdis that came along. The yeah. the Ideneth were like, fuck, we're in trouble. Bring out the Charybdis. <laughs> this will solve our problems. And so I had a little chuckle. My, my favorite then, thing. Oh, carry then, on, carry on. And then the Charybdis went mad. And started fucking up the Ideneth, and they were like, "The world is coming to the end. The Charybdis has turned on us." I was like, "What is going on?" Amazing. Yeah, it was that's great. amazing. Oh wait, so <laughs> and then they were scared of the Charybdis. Yeah, yeah. It was like, oh, that's fantastic. Hilarious. Yeah, that's the Charybdis was a was a big piece in the Ideneth army. It was great. That's great. That's, just reflects like what you see on the tabletop. All exactly, the time. it's exactly like. Well, that's kind of what I didn't want to. I didn't want to make any units that sucked. <laughs> yeah, or uh, like they could maybe still suck, but I didn't want them to intentionally suck. Does that make sense? 
So like like they've all, they're all I imagine when they go to the points people they'll come back as fairly expensive all around. But I don't mind that because it was meant to be like uh, an expensive army anyway. So um, what it was this was a set of miniatures from one month of a of like a, a 3D printers like a 3D designers Patreon. So specifically in this case it was Archvillain Games um, who like. It's like a, an incredible set of minutes every month. Um, he's now gone on to. They're also like. There's also like lore for each of those releases as well. D and D campaigns, which um, this was. So like, uh, so this had a D and D release in addition with it. So I kind of like um, able to take some of that and as inspiration for what the rules might be for the army. Um, but they're effectively they're celestial. They're not quite demons, um, but they're like a celestial host really. Um, and again, I haven't written them into Age of Sigmar, narratively. So instead, they're written into Archvillain's universe, as opposed to written into, like, the Age of Sigmar universe. Okay. Um, okay. Because I really enjoyed... Um, are you telling me a homebrew? Yes. A homebrewed these rules, yes. So a homebrewed them. Correct. Um, a home made it. Not, not me. Um, yeah, so uh, I wrote it into their universe because I would probably would like to return to doing this. Like, I've just got a lot of ideas at the minute of stuff I want to make and create. Um, I want to write battle tomes, I want to create battle reports, etc. And this is one of those things. So uh, I've got a catchy title for everything we're going to make under, uh, under uh, the Realm Mancer. Um, so, like, we're going to have it so Archvillain has their own realm, and then we're going to write battle nice. times inside, inside Archvillain's realm. And then uh, I cool. might pick another designer and then write. Um, battle tomes inside their realm, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. You could even have those realms battle against each other in some kind of, I don't know, war. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Would people have hammers? Uh, <laughs> people will have all manner of weapons. Okay, just checking. Uh, if there is going to be war hammers in the battles. Yeah, but, if it, but importantly, everyone needs to remember that this is uh, homebrewed, and if they are released, they will be released completely for free. Yeah, um, and then I'm probably going to make them uh, once they get points adjustments. Uh, again, there's lots of like asterisks here. Probably they'll be hosted somewhere, like in the Honest Wargamer Plus app, if you haven't downloaded that, um, coming to Apple soon, um, where you can track your tournament scores. We'll probably host the files so you can check them out. There'll probably be, yeah, there might even be a website, who knows, in the future where you can just like, download these free uh and then you can then obviously pay the designer to download the files and print them yourself or pay someone on Etsy to print the files for you and then you can just have an army and then probably i might make them available to be played at the tsn arena which i think would be really fun uh yeah. so, like because i think that's a really fun idea right um cool. yeah so i think that's uh, I, I don't know oh no actually before I, I just say it's a cool idea what do you two think about that and what oh. do you think I like, think if once you've got a library up, you could have a realm mancer battle thing and have the yeah, have fun. Sounds well, I cool. love that idea. I hadn't even thought about that. Like a like a realm mancer tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. And you could be the mancer of the realms. Yeah. The mancer, the mincer. That's me. The... Like, yeah, yeah, like... yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you could do. You could. Uh... Get all the little homebrew ones. Because there, there, somebody's made a Hobbit one, haven't they? Yeah, so Darren's um, working yeah. on the Nomad Feastmasters. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, like, but like... the, the But the I think of... his, yeah, his is might maybe quite... Yeah, but yeah, it'd be cool. Have have some homebrew dudes fighting each other. Yes. Yeah. Uh, James, what do you think? Because I was thinking these would be a lot like mods in a computer game, which I know you're like, you're very, like, au fait with, effectively. 
Yeah, I like it. I like the concept. And I also think like there's so many nice 3D prints out there that what people have been doing for, I don't know, probably at least a solid year since the end of COVID in the UK is like using 3D prints to proxy into an army. And there's those like we saw loads of people basically pull files from a a Warhammer based computer game and use them as 3D models to print to just be Warhammer models. Whereas actually it's cool to give a platform to some cool models and be like, well, this isn't mm. a Celestine Prime. It's a model that has rules. And I think as long as as long as people are writing rules that are fun slash fair slash playable, th- then it's pretty cool. And also, I think if you're balancing into a realm of their models, their models should all match. And also the the army should match against each other, too. Uh, yeah, like the, my my thoughts are like not that far yet, but I think effectively, uh, like I'd like to get a group of people who like want to create points and and, and point them themselves, right? If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, mm. uh, okay, so let's go through it. Let's, like, if you guys are comfy with that, we'll try and yeah. again, it's not super finished, but we'll try and speed through it as you can see here. Uh, so there you go, the unofficial. So don't worry about that. No DMCA strikes, please. Uh, so the astral court, the order of the Griffin. Okay, uh, and then you get to see a bunch of arch villain stuff. I think it looks quite nice as well. I don't know if everyone at home thinks. And then it's just a kind of traditional um, like set of rules that you could potentially use in Age of Sigma, right? So we'll start with the battle traits for the army. Okay, cool. so uh, oh, maybe we should talk about the story quickly um, uh, to kind of like give you some. Oh, did I write the story in? Maybe I should do like a little preface for the story. Something for me to remember. All right, battle traits. Celestial hosts. Uh, the hosts of the heavens are many and all uh, channel holy power in different ways. Celestials are haughty, it's true, but also keen to root out the wicked and bring judgment to the false. They are to be the sundering force of the divine and not peacemakers through decree, uh, but by smite and fire. Right, so um, there are three. So that is the intro. Perfect. There are three can sub-factions. I, make, I should. Can I just say one thing that I'm slightly disappointed about? Yeah. What is it? Where you did to root out the wicked? Are they birds? They're birds. Yeah. And you missed a roost pun. <laughs> okay. Maybe we should, okay. All right. Okay. Good. Yeah. Like I want criticisms. Yeah. So if anything comes up, like let's throw it out there. We'll you read and... that, and I was like, Rob missed a pun. I know, I know. Uh, my disappointment is, is high. There we go. <laughs> thank, Excellent. You, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, right, so then there are three sub-factions. There's the Enlightened Host, the Host of Damnation, and the Feral Host, right? So, like, I don't really know much about, like, you know, like, Christian mythology, like or, like, you know, uh, celestial mythology, you know, kind of like all of those mythoses and stuff. Um, so, like, I, it, was, it was a bit interesting kind of going down that rabbit hole, basically. Uh, right, so then uh, the true heirs of uh, Stratos. Uh, the celestial bastion of Stratos is not easily approached by the enemy. All pathways are guarded by the Order of the Griffin. So there's basically in the heavens, there's a big bastion, yeah, and then this is what they guard. I don't know why they guard it, but, but they guard it. Striking from the sky yeah. like mighty bolts, there are a few who can stand the descent of these angels. Griffins prowl the sky looking for the enemy and almost always have dominion and of the engagement points in battle. So they're super fast. Uh, and so to represent that, a unit of Order of the Griffin adds plus one to rend, uh, and plus one to the damage of their melee weapons on a turn in which they charged. Cool. Nice. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Uh, uh-huh. So just think of that in the head. Uh, and you've got Sky Hunters. Um, every time your opponent... So this is uh, Guardians of the High Reaches, always ready to pounce at a moment's notice in protection with their charges. Uh, with lightning, fast reflexes, you 
them to the strike or they or you will never get the chance because they basically just fly in the air and like strike down at you right they're like they're always above you so every time your opponent attempts to charge you can roll 2d6 if the roll is higher than your opponent's charge roll you can charge the declaring unit uh counter charge one of the all of the griffin units within 12 inches by rolling higher than your opponent so your opponent tries to charge and then they roll a seven and then you roll 2d6 and if you beat it you charge them instead nice right I yeah. think that's fun, right? Yeah. Cool. And uh, do charge modifiers influence that roll? Do they have to roll higher than the natural roll or the one with the modifiers? That's a great question. I'll write that so it makes sense. Thanks very much. Uh, there we go. Uh, next up, uh, I'd, I'd say the answer is uh, charge modifiers work, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool. Uh, hope and despair. Uh, so this is, uh, this is the fun bit, which the Twitch chat came up with yeah. did the show. So this was cool. each unit in an order of the Griffin army starts a battle with hope. Yeah, because of course they're like celestial, right? They're like yeah, all yeah. hopeful and like, oh shit, like, like, oh shit. Um, uh, for each unit once battle, you can say that the unit will use its hope to use. So once per battle, um, uh, like you can use the special ability on its war scroll. However, if you do so, that unit becomes despaired and suffers the negative effects. Yeah. Oh, cool. That's cool. Yeah. Thanks, 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 thanks. And then you've got Angelic Defense. Uh, the first wound or mortal wound allocated to each unit in each player turn is negated. If the unit is a hero, then it's in every phase. Nice. Mm. Nice. And that's just one I stole off. Uh, right, there's a command ability. <laughs> there's a command ability, Retreat and Charge. It's just called Retreat and Charge. Yeah. Retreat and Charge. It's just a command yep. ability, Retreat and Charge. Easy. So they retreat and charge, and they get plus one damage and plus one run when they charge. So they're like yeah. quite fast, basically. It's a combat yeah. army, really. Um, uh, so then you've got uh, command traits. You've got a couple. You've got add plus two to the attacks of a melee weapon. So, mm -hmm. like uh, Add plus two to a wounds characteristic. And then you've got the voice of authority. The first command ability this unit issues per battle round can be issued to two units instead of one. Now, you might think... Like, there's not a lot here, but there's, like, two special characters, and then there's only two generic characters. That makes yeah. sense. So, yep. probably we'll take the special characters, because it's fucking cool, but there you go. Um, <laughs> cool. Uh, you've got Artifacts of Power. Once per battle, you heal all wounds allocated to this model. Um, uh, and then you've got... Uh, once per battle at the start of the shooting phase, pick an enemy unit holding within 18 inches, and they suffer D6 mortal wounds. Uh, that's once per battle. And then Plate of Perfection. Attacks that target this model are minus one to hit. Love that. Nice. Thanks very nice. much. Uh, Little Gork, thanks very much for resubscribing. Uh, Command Ability Retreat and Charge. <laughs> that's genius. Thank you very much. That's Command Ability's name. Retreat and Charge. Yeah, okay. I tried out hard with everything else, but I was like, I'm just going to call it that. Uh, then you've got yeah. some spells. Um, uh, you've got a plus one to wound spell. You've got... Um, a six plus ward save spell. And then you've got this one's my favorite, the Judgment Terminus. Judgment Terminus has a casting value of eight. If successfully cast, target a single model within 12 inches. Both players roll a D6. Whoever wins causes D3 mortal wounds and can decide if they will roll again. Only the winner of the roll can decide to end the judgment. Roll until the winner decides to end the process or a model is oh, slain. Cool. <laughs> That's a cool little game. <laughs> That's uh, cool, yeah. right? Like, that is a fun game. So the winner gets to carry it on. So you can no. do D3 Mortal Wounds to them, and they'll be like, I win. I'm going to carry it on. So like, you've got to really like... I think that's quite fun, personally. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
that's a fun little game inside of the game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and if it, look, I love the people in the chat. When does uh, when does the gilded cloth take place? Great question. Great question. Anytime. Just fucking do what you like. It's a made-up battle term. So, but yeah, I'll, that, I'll I'll sort that out. Again, it's not finished. Okay, but this is mainly finished. Uh, you got prayer scriptures. The weird bit is that you have to write extra words to fill up space on the page. That was the bit that was funny. Like me and the graphic designer were like, oh, they were like. You need to uh, you need to write more flavor text here. I'm like, why? They're like, just to take up space. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> uh, anyway, you got some prayers because there's a priest in the army. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you've got uh, so this is the important one. Ignite hope, right? It only answers on a six, right? However, a quarter of the Griffin unit can return hope. You can get oh, hope back nice. to a unit, right? Don't forget, you, you, mm. you they've all got hope, right? Um, yeah. Uh, then you can gain a command point, uh, and then you've got Calm Minds is a prayer that's cast on a five. You to pick one enemy unit and half the charge rolls that unit makes until this unit's next hero phase. Okay. Nice. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Uh, so there we go. So return hope. And then you've got the hosts. Okay. So Enlightened Host, um, its D3 units can be removed from the board and set up into reserves. When these units arrive via reserve, they add th plus three to their charge rolls. <gasps> oh, shit. Oh, shit. You got host of damnation. Each one this army can pile in and attack in the combat phase uh, when slain. If it hasn't fought in this combat phase, it does not affect mounts. Okay. Yeah. So if I assume get... those reserve units are set up nine away, are they? Reserves uh, arrive via reserve. Oh, that's me. That's a forty k thing. Reserve oh, okay. is stipulated. Yeah. That's always my brain. Always nine. Yeah, away. yeah, yeah. Always yeah. nine cool, away. Cool, but cool. I need to set up start nine away. Uh, yeah. I need to write in. Thank you. Uh, and then Feral Host, uh, all claw attacks gain plus one rend. 40k's got some really nice stuff where it does have universal special rules that like yeah. that like translate. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, all claw attacks but gain plus one rend because there's loads of birds in this. There's loads of fucking birds, right? Should we go to the battle nice. line, dudes, first? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. We've got to skip down a little bit. Let's do the battle line units. Okay. So we've got a couple of battle line units here on the bottom battle profiles we haven't done the points yet so they come in weird numbers because it's based on the number of uh like prints that the guy did if that makes sense yeah so the griffin mm -hmm. riders come in threes the justicar angels come in eights yeah and the sky Wardens, cavalry thank you and the sky wardens come in fours but if you play an enlightened host then you get the judgment davas uh which come in threes as battle line and if you're playing uh if you if you have um a feral host army, which is plus one to the claw attacks, and your griffin riders can be battle line. That's right. Everyone can be battle line. Fucking get triggered, internet. Um, okay, so should we talk about... What do you want to do, talk about first? Do you want to talk about the Sky Wardens or the Usalots? Right. Usalots. Hold on. One uh, the Sky Wardens, you mean. Sorry. Sky Wardens or... Uh, uh, Usalots, the are angels. They are. The angels. Yeah, but the Usalots aren't battle line. Uh, sorry, sorry. Let's let's do those just to car angels because we're there. Uh, the Ocelot Sky Wardens are part line. <laughs> Thanks for telling me, Dave. <laughs> are they? Yeah, Ocelot Sky Wardens are part line. Oh, the Sky Wardens. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah. do you want to do the angels so, or the Sky or the, or the Ocelot? Ocelots? Okay, okay. The Ocelot. Like, wish we knew who wrote this. <laughs> 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 right, no, so the Usalots, so the Usalots, uh, Skywarden. Do you want to hear the story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Do you want to read it, Nathan? Do you want me to read it? Oh, I can read it if you want. Yeah, go on. The, the ocelot are curious hybrid of bird folk and celestial. Something about the ocelot nature does not suppress the celestial nature in the same way it does for every earth, as it does for earthbound mortals. Every child of ocelot and bird folk is full ocelot with no apparent dilution of the ocelot traits. While not full members of the order of the griffin, ocelots work closely with the celestials, serving as scouts and reconnaissance troops. There you go. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Bird bodies. Right, so they've got three wounds apiece. Yeah, that's definitely wrong. That's definitely wrong. Let me edit that. That's definitely wrong. The three up save. That is wrong. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Why on. is that wrong? Uh, no, because they can be 185 points for four. Three. Maybe they're three. Okay, let's just pretend that this is right at the moment. I think this might be right. Um, I'll have to go back and consult my, my sheet. Okay, right. So, um, so we, oh yeah, because that means you got that means you got 12 wounds in this army uh, in this unit for a unit of four, right? Um, yeah. I still feel that's wrong, but whatever. Uh, so they've got three wounds each with a three up save, and they move 12 inches, and they're bravery 10 because they're fucking flying the sky, right? They've got heaven's glaive, which is their weapon. Wait, hold on, definitely copy and pasted wrong. Yeah. Okay, we can't talk about these. No, turn the stream off. That's wrong. Sorry. Oh, it's the same as the angels. Yeah, I copied uh, no, it wrong. No, the divas. Uh, as the divas, yeah. Definitely wrong. Oh, anyway, is everything else wrong on it as well? Uh, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe they're swapped around because the angels have got two wins of the four-up save. I'm going to have to go and consult my notes now. Oh, no, the stream mm -hmm. is rubbish now. This Everyone's going to think I'm a joke. Shit. Shit. Hold on, let me go find it. Um, talk about yourself. Nathan. I know for a fact that the that the um, the Justicar angels are correct. So, do you want to read the story for them? Are you sh are you sh uh, the the story? Yeah. Yeah. The but story. I think I think their stats have been swapped with the ocelots. I think no, 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 the no, no, they haven't. I promise. Uh, okay. All right. So, Justicar is a position bestowed by a high-ranked celestials uh, to their lesser brethren. The position carries great honor and respect and most often than not, the individual who has it works under the direct orders of a very powerful celestial, like a dominion, or on very rare occasions, even an archangel. It also, it also comes with certain blessings to aid them to achieve their tasks. Oh, yeah. We've, uh, they, they, so each of them have got a hope and a, a hope. A despair mechanic. A despair. Yeah. So, so oh, because oh, these oh. guys are just the basic bitch battle line, yeah. Mm. Um, so you have, they'll have two wounds each and a four up save, yeah. Yeah. They move ten, and you have a unit of eight, and they'll have two attacks each, threes and threes, rend one, damage one. But they're hoping right. to spare. You can use your last hope in any phase when selected as the target for an attack to gain a four up ward, yeah. Yeah. Like for that phase. Uh, however, while this unit is in despair, it, you can no longer move if an enemy unit is within three inches of it at the start of the movement phase. You can't oh, so you can't retreat. Ah, yeah. Cool. So like, so you got a bit. So you can. So they can kind of be like a frontline battle line tank unit. Yeah, like because they've got okay damage profile. It's more tech guard basically, or like, um, uh, and then once per turn they can become phoenix guard. But yeah. Then after that, they're fucked. After that, they're sad. <laughs> yeah, after that, they're super sad, right? 
Join exactly. the Black Parade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but when they charge in, they could, like, if they charge, and they move very fast, when you charge in, you would have some pretty, there would be damage too. Pretty crazy. Um, mm. So they're kind of like really fast brutes as well, in some ways. Or like really yeah. fast ard boys. They're like an interesting yeah. unit, I think. Uh, basically. I still can't find the bloody uh, notes that I wrote this from. So I can't believe I copy and paste it wrong. I was so close to getting it right. So close. Um, okay, next unit. Next unit then. Uh, we'll skip them. Uh, and then, So that's the battle line unit, or the, the basic yeah. battle line unit. Um, do you want to do the big main character? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's do that. So tell me what you think. Uh, of Nathan, do you want to read the story for Atriel the Angel? Okay, uh, the Angel. So is he the golden guy as well? Yeah, he's yeah. the first hey, guy. Yeah. Atriel the Golden, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Atriel is the leader of the Order of the Griffin. An order whose members are known for their relentless tactics, their aerial superiority, and their surgical strikes against the forces of evil. Aratel's size easily dwarfs his lesser brothers, and he has the head and the lower limbs of an eagle, and he sports four powerful wings. Loads ah. of wings, baby. Loads of wings. Cool. Um... That's that's, that's my story, yeah. So, <laughs> well, that's isn't his, his name Aratiel? Yeah, Aratiel. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Don't like that. No, you were calling him something else. What was I calling him? I don't know. Aerial? Uh, something because... different every every time you said it. <laughs> Aratiel the golden. Aratiel. I think I being dyslexic, which is a classic. Um, okay, so he's got uh, Nate. Do you want to take us through what he does? Yeah, so he's, well, he's movement 14, so super fast. Uh, 16 wounds with a 3-up save. And bravery 10, because he's an angel. Um, his melee weapons, he's got a spectral sword, uh, which is 2-inch reach, 5 attacks, 3s, threes, 3s, threes, minus 2 rend, damage 5. Oh, he doesn't mess about with that sword. That's not and then around. Uh, his claws and beak, 2-inch uh, range as well, 4 attacks, 3s and 4s. Uh, minus one, doing two damage. And he's got a missile weapon called the Dancing Spectral Sword, which is 12-inch range. Uh, so what's that? He throws a sword, maybe? Does 2d6 attacks, threes and threes, minus one, doing one damage. Pretty good, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like super uh, fighty. Because like... Yeah. It's like just super fighty, so just like a big bird that does loads. Because that makes sense. He's like the leader of like a literal martial like hold, and yeah. like and is like a fucking demon. So like he's awesome. Like he's the he's the he's the um the you know kind of like the Marathi of his faction basically. Yeah. Like so he's like a big deal. Also a wizard cast two spells and those two spells. Uh, is a war master flies. Got a four up ward. That's right. Sixteen wounds with a four up ward. Everyone will be like. Oof, that's pretty good. I'm like, yeah. So just make him a thousand points, whatever you want to do. Like, do you know what I mean? Just like, because I mm. think if you don't have a ward save on a, on a model, what's the point? Like, just get fucking wrecked. I was talking about that with the, about the more crusher today, Nath. More crusher's like, I'm going to go and charge over there. And he's like, charges there. And then what happens? Dies. Dies. Yeah, lads can charge him back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it dies. 
And yeah, he quite often dies. Yeah. Or he, or he kills. Or he kills them. What charge them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, someone has said gargants do two on big maces. Yes, because gargants fresh. Like they just stand pace. Uh, right then, um, if this unit is targeted by a weapon that has an armor save, characteristic of three plus or better, each six plus to hit does D three mortal wounds. Um, so basically, if he fights good units, he does even more damage. If that makes sense, because he punches through armor uh, because nice. it's cause it's a because it's a spectral blade, right? If any spells yeah. are attempted but not successfully cast within twelve inches of this unit, then the unit attempting to cast off as D three mortal wounds. Yeah, for attempting to utter some words in his presence. This guy's like a fucking boss. And then he's uh, got does one... that include your own troops as well? Yes. I'm going to say yeah, yes. Cool. FAQ. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And then Celestial Blessing. Once per game at the start of the hero phase, this unit can choose to do one of three things. Yeah? Uh, yeah. Reroll casting, unbinding, dispelling attempts till the next hero phase. Um, if this unit is within three inches of any enemy units, it can fight. And then Wrath of Heavens. Um, uh, and then... What's the other one? Oh, teleport. Teleport. You can, you can yeah. just teleport. <laughs> I didn't call it anything else. I was like, just call it teleport, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, that's and, what it is. Yeah. yeah. And then he's got a horde clearing spell called Wrath of Heavens, basically. Um, that's it. So do you think he's too fighty? What do you think? Too fighty? Uh, like, he's what? 700 points of goodness. Is that what you'd put him as, James? Tell me what you'd, play, yeah. what you'd point him as. Seven seven hundred to seven hundred and fifty points. Oh wow! Okay, Nathan, what about you? Yeah, I mean, how many points is Marathi? Six seventy, six eighty, yeah. seven twenty. Somewhere in that region, yeah. I mean, sixteen wounds with a three up save and a four up ward save is quite is very very tanky. Yeah, there's no healing but, in the army. Yeah. Um. So I'll use a life swarm if I'm playing a game that does it includes a spell called life swarm. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. <laughs> Good. But yeah, uh, yeah, like at that at that sort of point cost, he's he is what he is, or they are what they are. Yeah. I mean, he'll die to he'll he'll do to, he'll die to a purple sun. So put it that way. Um, yeah, but I yeah. wanted to create like an actual duelist, like an actual like I will fight shit all day long. Sort of duelist. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. So uh, there we go. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what people make of that. Uh, next up, you got another character, another named character. Uh, and again, I've realised I've forgotten to put his weapon on here. So again, work in progress. Um, so he's got 16 wounds, uh, boost 14 inches, three up save, and bravery 10. This is Sultan, favoured of Barakil. Uh, Nathan, what's the story? Right. Uh, the idea of a mortal, even a bright soul, commanding a celestial outpost is unprecedented. Correct. Keltan earned his possession, position by leading a band of adventurers into the very bowels of damnation. Terrible, He though. struggles, <laughs> struggles <laughs> with his new position, much more comfortable with the diplom diplomacy of the sword than with the actual celestial politics. Yeah, so so there's mm. a guy on top of a. Imagine like uh, the uh, it's a double-headed griffin. Yeah, a, a kind of like um, uh, a free guild general on griffin, but bigger. And then the guy on top of it is like a bright soul, so he's like an angelic soul dude, right? Um, mm. And then it, I I haven't put his sword attack on, but he does also have a sword attack. Uh, but again, this guy is an absolute beat stick. Kind of the idea the idea is uh, basically that. No one, 
like you won't take both of these two, both of these, right? Yeah. You're either, you're either running, you're either running the main guard, you're either running the big bird, or you're running the guy that the the human on top of it, basically. I think his yeah. sword attack I wrote out as yeah, his dragon lance um, is three attacks, three threes, ren two damage two, um, is what I wrote his like dragon lance at as. Got a special ability on his that as well. He's got 16 wounds. He's got five up ward save. He's got three up armor save. Again, like probably point them so you couldn't get both of these in an army. So you either go one or the other. Hmm. Um, it's kind of my idea. Uh, the weapon gains plus one to wound on his dragon lance. So he goes like to threes and twos. Um, he's got feathered fang, which I quite like. After this model makes a charge move, roll a dice for each unit within an inch of this model. On a two plus, that unit suffers D3 mortal wounds. If it's a monster, D6 mortal wounds. If it's not a monster... Uh, 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 D3 if it's a monster, or D6 if it's not Not a monster, monster yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he, uh, you can reroll charges within range of him, because if you're going to take him, you're probably going to take the Griffin Riders. He's got... Um, if the to hit roll with either the beak or the claws is six, it causes one mortal wound. In addition... Uh, but his hope and despair is my favorite bit. So he, with hope, he can summon a unit of Griffin Riders. So he yeah. three. So that's 18 wounds. Yeah. However, right, while this unit is in despair, the, um, uh, the, uh, if the unit of Griffin Riders is slain, he's also automatically slain. Oof. <laughs> so he's like soul bonded. Yeah. Right? Which I quite like. So you do have the ability Sorry, to like yeah. summon like a really powerful unit, but also if it dies, he dies, and yeah. they don't have a ward save, right? Yeah. So that's quite fun. That's so quite yeah, fun. so quite a good thing to do like late game, but until then, <laughs> yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Or maybe even mid game. I don't know. Like you yeah. know, and then you would have to bake his points in. So talking about the Griffin Riders, uh, they move fourteen inches. They got six wounds, a three up save, and a bravery ten. Yeah, they've got. They're pretty decent in a fight. The Griffins better than the dudes. Um, uh, they've got uh, a champion, uh, and then they've got when this unit completes. Uh, they've got radiant souls. When this unit completes a charge, pick one unit within one inches of this unit, and you can move it up to three inches. That should probably be enemy units. In any direction that is possible for it to go. In addition, this unit piling up to six inches. So you basically charge in, push the unit back, and then charge more. Ah, okay. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I love that idea. So you like, push push an enemy unit three inches after you've charged them and then but then you can pile up to six. Yeah. Yes. And I probably should put a unit can't be pushed more than once, otherwise you could do Areas like push, 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 push. Like of a unit, you charge multiple <laughs> Griffin Riders in. But maybe I'll keep that in because that sounds really fun. Because imagine you're on like the middle of an objective, and then you get pushed three inches, and then they do the next charge, and you get pushed off the objective. That'd be really funny. Like I love that. Uh, and then their hope and despair is uh, when you use your hope, uh, when you do rally, uh, it's on a three up, which when they've got six wounds each, pretty amazing. Nice. Uh, However, while this unit is in despair, its move is reduced to six inches. Oof. So, like, it just can't move. I was going to maybe even say it can't move, so I don't really know yet. I might change that up. Uh. Like, what do you think? Would you pay a lot for that? How many points? James, give me some points. Points mean prizes. How many is in the unit? Three. Unit three, 18 wounds with three up safe. So they're like, like they're kind of like Varangard, which are 300 points at the moment. Yeah, um, I was going for 320 in my head. 320 to 345. Okay. 
Okay, that's that, I like the five. Three fifty. Yeah. Go get the five in. Yeah, completely not three fifty, but three four five. Yeah, three four five. They're not. They haven't got that five extra points. They do not. They do not. Uh, all right, Nathan. What do you think? Yeah, no, I agree with James. I think they're that sort of area, just over three hundred, three fifty. Um, yeah, they're interesting, aren't they? Yeah, it's a very elite army, isn't it? So you're not going to get many dudes, but the dudes you're going to get are going to hit like a bloody train. Yes, yes, like they are going to they're going to hit super hard, right? Like mm. and again, I expect them to be very expensive. So like, if yeah. I imagine that probably you would get three units of three of these battle line and the main guy, and that would be you pretty much done. Maybe not even that. So like, but I don't give a shit like if they're expensive, like because like. I don't care. Like, do you know yeah, what I mean? It's very like, elite army. Yeah, yeah. You don't want loads of angels flying around. It's <laughs> super weird. Like, you don't want as many angels as you get. Right, so the next one is you've got the Astral Griffin Banner Lord. So actually, uh, when you do, when the designs, there are like four Griffin Riders in the designs. So I just broke one out and turned him into a character. So this is our first, like, generic character. Like the okay. Banner Lord. Um, so he's got eight wounds, three up save, moves 14 inches as well. He's pretty fighty. Um... Uh, and then he's got like a bit of story that I wrote, so we won't talk about it. Um, and then he's got some cool stuff, mainly Banner of High Heaven uh, is, his, is his one special rule, which is at the start of your hero phase, you can choose an effect of the Banner of the High Heaven will have. The effect will last until the start of your next hero phase. You cannot use the Banner more than once. Okay. And the effects are, uh, you've got a Spell Ignore of a four up, uh, basically, and the spells and everything else. Uh, enemy units cannot be set up within 18 inches, which I love. Nice. I think that one's really fun. Uh, any unit that attacks with a missile weapon that targets an order of the Griffin unit holding an 18 unit suffers one mortal wound for each roll of a one. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it kind of like reflects the, the shots back, which I love. Yeah. Uh, plus one to all priest rolls within 18 inches and reduce all incarnate levels by uh, holding within uh, 24 inches by one. Fuck you, incarnates. Um, <laughs> Good. Yeah. Uh, see that, Raspron. Um, and then Hope and Despair, you've got, uh, basically, you can reuse one of the effects, but then you can't use the banner for the rest of the game. Okay. So, kind of like that as well. I think that's kind of fun. So, yeah, nice. Uh, cool. Yeah. So, you can only use uh, each effect once, but then if you use your Hope, you can use it again. Yes. But then you uh, can't use the banner at all after yeah, that. After that, yeah, yeah. Unless you then take the priest, and then the priest rolls a six, return yeah. hope to your unit. Yeah. So, kind of fun. Kind of fun. Um, and then our priest is the voice of judgment. Six wounds with a three up save. Um, and again, it's pretty fighty, and it's got like a pretty cool shooting attack. Um, at the end of each movement phase, roll a dice for each enemy unit within nine inches. And roll a d6 on a five up. They suffer d3 mortal wounds. So basically, it's just doing burning fire around her all the time. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. She, do she doesn't have a ward save, and she's got six wounds, so she fucking get murdered. Uh, and then. Oh, uh, she has got a ward save. Yeah. Oh, she does. Up. Yeah, thanks, Dave. <laughs> 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 she does have a ward save, says it right there, right? Yeah. And then the hope, um, uh, you can use your last hope at the end of uh, any movement phase when you elect to use Searing Faith ability. It activates on a three up instead. So once per game, you can just be like, I'm just going to burn loads of stuff around me. Um, however, uh, while this unit okay. is in despair, you use, lose the ward save, basically. You do cool. mortal wounds around you, 
and then you lose the ward save. Yeah. Cool. What do you think? Put out that fire. Yeah, yeah that's pretty good. What do you think of the Banner Lord? How many points did you pay for the Banner Lord? What do you think? Uh, the Banner Lord was eight wins, three up save. 220. Mm. Yeah. It's James, you points in the future. 220 is <laughs> great. The guy is way more expensive than 220, but I'll take it. Yeah. He's got no ward save, though. On a three up save, eight wounds, he could get nailed. Yeah, he could get nailed. You're right. <sighs> Super fast, though. Yeah, 250, at least 270, somewhere there. Doesn't yeah, matter true. when he's dead. That's true. <laughs> what about the voice of judgment? What about the, the bird? The bird, the, the angel lady? Mm, She's an amazing priest. model, by the way. Like, an amazing model. She's, like, got filigree armor and is carrying, like, this kind of, like, like this weird kind of like shield, big like, and then just it's just wicked, just an amazing miniature that one. She, oh, she's just like a mortal wound bomb, isn't she? Yeah. How much is a salamander? <laughs> she's yeah, she's a couple of hundred points, I reckon. She's a couple well. of hundred points, I think, yeah. as well. Yeah, two fifty, two not twenty-five, two two oh five, two eighteen, two eighteen. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we've got uh, the angels so we talked about the angels already um, and then we've got uh, the judgment Davas. so they're one of our other special units uh, so they've got three wounds each and a three up save uh, they've got four attacks each so this is a unit of three okay so yeah. nine wounds on a three up save they've got four attacks each three threes ren two damage two so they're super good right the unit also has a five up ward save so they're like fucking ultra elite but they're basically like heaven raw angels if you look at the miniature just amazing shit oh right? wow yeah. yeah right like amazing stuff like fully covered in armor flying all sorts um and then uh, they've got chain shape in the combat phase when you pick this unit to fight you can, it will reveal its true form instead of fighting if you do so this unit must retreat so you can nice. just retreat the unit if that makes sense like a skink like a skink on, on the days of yore yeah, yeah. So I like the idea of like a unit of three of this bopping around and being like really tough to fight. Um, I think it's quite funky, basically. Uh, and then the Birdmen, finish off the Birdmen, right? Because I do actually have the Birdmen now to hand, right? Sorry about that. Um, okay. That's my fault. So uh, they've just got their, they've got, I'm sure they've got two wounds each. Hold on. Uh, two wounds apiece with a five up armor save. Two wounds apiece okay. with a five-up armor save, right? And there's a unit of four of them, right? And they're also, uh, like, um, and they move 12 inches. And then their weapon profile is four attacks, fours and fours, uh, no rend, damage one. So they're just, like, a weight of attack unit. They're not even... Bopping about. Bopping about. But they've got some special abilities, right? After the armies are set up before the first battle round begins, the unit can move six inches. So it's like Ten. a big screening unit, which I love. And then yeah. hope and despair. You can use the last hope in the combat phase when this unit is selected to fight. Each model gains two additional attacks for its melee weapons. So six attacks each. So a unit of four of them, six attacks each. Yeah, just going crazy. And then when this, and don't forget, if they charge, they get plus one rend and plus one damage. Oh yeah, that's a yeah. But then why? Oh, I haven't you... pointed that in for the whole thing. I Let's know, right? <laughs> Skip it all again. Uh, but while this unit is in spare, you can no longer be uh, used or be affected by command abilities. So, like, uh, oh, they're oh no, they're still brave. They'll be okay. No, no, they're bravery six. Oh, yeah, oh, cause... they're all running away. 
yeah, yeah, they're running away, right? Basically, um, mm. and that's it. That's the whole one four five. Uh, one four five. One four five. What for a unit of four? Yep. Interesting. So that's eight wounds on a five up armor save. Yeah, they're fast though. They are very fast. The whole army's fast, right? Because they're bird people. That makes sense. Yeah. So what do you think? That's... Like, what do you think? Like, need to like polish it off, like tighten some bits up and finish it. Mm. Um, but how's it sound? Fun or a bit yeah, like sounds... just over the top? Sounds like a real elite. No, I think you could still build an army out of it. It'll be very elite, though. You're gonna only not have many units, uh, but the units you have will have uh, influence on the game. I think so. I think so. Like, and it doesn't really have any healing. Like, it's got almost no summoning unless you take like literally the summoning guy, and then you die to the summoning, which I think is fun um, and is interesting. Like, you like it's too elite. Like, you want the banner guy because you want to like ignore the spells and everything else. And then you're like, oh, well, like, I also want the troops to hold objectives. It was a really fun project, to be honest. The bit mm. that takes the longest is just making sure the words make sense. Does that make sense? <laughs> like, when you're just like, oh, this unit teleports, you're like, okay. You're like, outside of nine inches, dickhead. Like, like, <laughs> like you always have to type that in, which I yeah. think is interesting. Um, but, like, I was sick of just seeing incredible sculpts from different designers and not being able to like play them on the yep. table. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because like, yeah. James, you, you, well, last year you got a Kickstarter for a bunch of Bretonians, oh, right? The best lads. Right. And I'm sure you would want to play the Bretonians on the tabletop. Yeah, still. I still want to play my old fantasy Bretonians on the tabletop. Right. Like, so if they just had some modern day rules so you could use them in current Age of Sigmar, like, I feel like that's the future. I don't know. I, like, I'm interested in what everyone else thinks. What do you think, Nathan? Yeah, I agree. I mean, obviously, there's all the legend rules, but they're just far behind. They, like you say, modern Age of Sigma rules. So they haven't. They just. They just wouldn't compete, really. So yeah, it's just like using the legend rules, but now we're just expanding the legends and making new ones. So it's cool. Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah. 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 I think that that would be really, really fun, in my opinion, especially like modernizing them and keeping up with the current version of the game. Uh, yeah. Will it be a project that I commit to fully at the moment? Absolutely not, um, because I'm doing my new battle report series, battle reports in two minutes. Uh, <laughs> it's just me screaming. I'm just like, there's loads of guys! Oh. They're fighting! <laughs> I reckon I could do a battle report in two minutes. Could you do yeah. a battle report in two minutes? Yeah, some lads are playing a game, someone's rolled some dice, most of these models are gone. See you next week. <laughs> That's, that wasn't even uh -huh. two minutes, James. You got... You had... There you go. It's, it's not even a fact. And then at the end, I'll be like, I think it was a bit boring. I zoned out halfway through. Got a text message. Sent that. Doesn't Perfect. matter who to. Yeah, yeah. Okay. See you all next week. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should all do one. I'd like to see Nathan do a battle report in 10 minutes. Me too. <laughs> if, if you two could return an army or get a new army in, to the mortal realms or just basically in in, in able to play a warhammer fantasy uh, age sigma tournament sorry like could you think what it would be like what would be james is just definitely for bretonian for you I, I so i would i would love to see like do you know what like the little kid in me that still likes going to castles and exploring and history would be like let's 
let's put some Bretonians back in Age of Sigmar. Let's get some old school knights. But I'm I'm not sure. Like if we went into Age of Sigmar, I'm not sure how much like French knights actually fit. But I think uh, there was that new Shades by a War band of like witch hunters with dogs. I think if you like maybe high fantasy up just some average people, I'd like to see just some average people. Because there's no way Stormcast are plowing fields to feed each other. No, they are not. No, like, they are not. I'd almost want to see a peasant militia, which I guess is Bretonia. So, so like some peasant militia Actually, with some like there's a there's a really lads. there's a really good set of miniatures from uh, Bestarium called the Penitent Crusade. Okay. Like, and that's pretty like that's pretty. You know the new Rottmeyer models that they've just done for Warcry. Yes. So yeah, just take a moment to look at it. In fact, I'll get it on the screen very quickly while we're talking about it. But they're, um, uh, yeah, the, they're they're very, um, kind of like, think almost almost Sigmari. Um, oh yeah, I got it. I think. Have you found there's it? There's like a horse and cart. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like there's a bunch of really great miniatures from them. I try and find. Uh, I've just got like a weird Reddit page, so I won't share it. But they're cool. Like they're like (laughs) a bit more grim, dark, chaos people world. But yeah, that's what I mean. Like some just average people. Because I I think like there has to be right. There has to just be some people that are living everyday life. But it's still going to be pretty grim dark for them, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're having a bad time. Like, I wouldn't want to live there. Like, at the minute, everyone's got a conspire. It's like, oh, some grots are turning up. What they got? One of their monsters again. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty rough. <laughs> oh, who they? Who they... Another incarnate. Yeah, who they fighting? I don't know. Some some real big giants. Oh, they've got one of their monsters too. <laughs> Where is all these? Why is it all the same <laughs> yeah. monster? How many monsters died here, and why do they look shit? <laughs> <laughs> Why do they exist? Hold on. Uh, I think I might be able to show on the screen now. This is a lot harder to do. I've not got my actual regular fucking computer. Um, so there's some, there's, some, there's some pictures for everyone at home, uh, basically, of like some elements of the Penitent Crusade. Uh, there you go. That's a bit better. Um, so like they're, they're kind of like your basic infantry troops, uh, which I think look quite nice personally. Uh, and then you've got some like, uh, like on a horse and then... Uh, you've got some kind of like scary ladies that were once obviously in a play. They're like they could be quite good, James. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're and that, great. And that's what I'm trying to say. Like, I, I there are so many amazing ranges of miniatures out there. I really want to see them become like get brought to life as rule sets, basically. Uh, Nathan, what about you? Um, I could, maybe something along the line with wolves and bears and stuff. Maybe even like. Uh, Bugman's Rangers, but with animal mates and that hate Sigmar as well. Fuck that guy. Amazing. What? So it's just a bunch yeah. of dwarfs, but are like a more like like rangers. Yeah, like forest. Uh, I forgot rangers. that I forgot that you've become a hippie. Like I'd forgot yeah. for a minute. Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> hippie dwarfs. Yeah, <laughs> with their forest folk buddies, bears. <laughs> There's actually yeah. a range. There's a range uh, Lions, of that. Uh, tigers. From... Yeah, there's a range for that. Yeah, okay, that would be fun, um, and it would just be interesting, right? Like, I don't know. I, I think that I think I think Age of Sigmar, but specifically fantasy war games on the tabletop, has actually only just really scratched the surface of its availability, uh, in my personal opinion. So, uh, cool. all right, 
Well, uh, chat, let me know what your armies would be that you'd want to return. Uh, same mm. for the podcast people. In the, uh, what armies you would return or want to see. Uh, have you two got any shout-outs before we head out today? Uh, I'm going to shout-out you for your little five-day, ten-minute battle report. It was 17 minutes. It was. <laughs> the battle was 10 minutes. Okay. The battle was 10 minutes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to shout that battle report out. That was perfect. Yeah. That was oh, great. guys. I actually perfect liked it. Too. Poor, smashed oh. it. Thank you to Tom in the chat for donating a thousand bits. And I think I also saw he donated some cash earlier, but it didn't pop up on the overlay or something. Thank you to Tom for just being a treasure uh, and for not eating any UK cards. Um, oh, you activated my trap card, you game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Well, thanks, chat. Uh, more in the future. Uh, thanks for being wonderful. Uh, next Monday, we won't be live. Well, I'll be in uh, the United States of Canada. So um, Living the dream. Yes. Uh, so, uh, But maybe I'll try and be live. Oh, we'll find out. Um, but anyway, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being great. Thank you to Nathan and James for a wonderful show. See you soon. Love you loads. Bye.